Hello everyone, it's Feel Good Friday and today I'm talking to the lovely Rachel Blackmore about relationships. We all have relationships, we have them all over the place with uh, family, friends, with business people and um, our partners of course as well and they can be the most challenging part of our lives. It can be really really tricky can't it? And so today I'm going to be asking Rachel how we can avoid the common challenges that we might face and have better relationships. Hmm. Mm. So, <laughs> so it's going to be fun. We've already started having a bit of a laugh, so uh, it's going to be a fun one. <laughs> so before we get into that, in case I haven't met you yet, my name's Cindy Davis. I'm the Feel Good Coach, and I work with uh, business owners, and I'm w- moving into working with life coaches to help them create a business that they that they really want by using sales and marketing techniques that are not slimy and they feel good as well as a whole lot of mindset stuff too. So that's still going to be carrying on. So that's me, in case we haven't met. Um, my aim today is to get make sure that you've got practical tips that you can take away, you can implement them straight away, and you can start to improve your relationships. So if that sounds good to you, then you better keep watching. So now what we're going to do is introduce Rachel. Here she is. <laughs> She's actually here with me live. We're not doing it over the internet, so it's a bit different, and we're sat very, very cosy. It's a good job we're good friends, isn't it? <laughs> So um, Rachel is a counsellor, dating relationship coach, and we met about two years ago at the local business network live event, didn't we? Rachel recognised me um, with um, Kauko, her friend, off off Facebook and came up and said, oh, you're Cindy, aren't you? And I was like, oh, I'm famous. (laughs) So she made friends with me because she likes people who make her feel famous. I felt like a celebrity, so I loved it. So, (laughs) So without further ado, let's hand over to Rachel and tell us a bit about what you do, Rachel. Okay, so um, as a counsellor, I just see people, you know, for general kind of issues, anything that might be difficult in their life. Um, And as a dating and relationship coach, I help people specifically with their relationships. So it might be that um, you're married and you're having trouble communicating effectively with your partner and you feel like things are there's some disconnect there and you feel like maybe things are going a bit wrong. Or it might be that you're single and you're finding it hard to meet somebody and you don't quite know why you can't put your finger on it, uh, but every date you go on seems to only last either the one date or a couple of weeks, and you know you're not sure why. So I help you to figure out what's going on inside you, what's going on that might be a barrier to to you be able to you know being able to create the relationship that you desire and deserve. Mm. Brilliant. Sounds good. So today we're talking about relationships with all sorts of things, particularly business, but also friends, family, whatever. And so why do they cause us so much trouble? Uh, Well, I think there's loads of different reasons why they cause us loads of trouble. But I think mostly it's because people expect different things from relationships. So you get into a relationship with somebody, whatever that relationship might be, and you will go into it with one um, view of what the relationship is going to give you or what it's all about and they will be coming at it from a different Mm. from a different perspective um so there's not a a sort of a shared idea as such there's my idea of our relationship and there's your idea of our relationship Mm. and when there's a mismatch that's when that's when problems can occur because you're expecting something from them or they're expecting something from you and then if that doesn't pan out Mm things become a bit tricky. Mm. Right, because we've got all got our own map of the world and how we see things, haven't exactly. we? And it's just yeah. um, tricky. And I, quite often I get frustrated when I'm watching, like, soaps, or I don't watch many soaps, but, you know, like dramas or whatever, and yeah. I'm just thinking, just talk to each other! Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
<laughs> and that we all fall into that trap of thinking the other one knows what we're thinking. Yeah, yeah. Or that they should know what we're thinking. Or they thinking. should know, yeah. You should know that that would upset me. You should know that I would have hurt feelings over that. And yeah. They don't because their map of the world isn't the same as yours. Absolutely. Brilliant. Okay, well, that explains a lot. <laughs> what kind of problems come up mostly for your clients? Um, I would say one of the main ones, again, is is feeling misunderstood or not feeling heard. Mm. So it might be that there's an issue and you try to talk to your partner about it or your business partner or whoever it might be. Mm. And they are coming at it from their point of view. So maybe there's barriers. Maybe they feel attacked. Maybe they feel criticised. And so you're trying to communicate how you feel and you're coming up against these barriers and Mm. they're not receiving it in the way that you want to communicate it. Right. So so you then feel unheard or misunderstood and frustrated. And then things just kind of spiral then because you both get into maybe an attack mode or defence mode or Mm. whatever. And there's just... So I think a lot of people find it very difficult because they aren't meeting each other sort of adult to adult, if you like. Mm. It, it becomes a bit, mm, you know, there's, there's, there's too much friction in the communication because one or both parties are not feeling heard and not feeling understood. Mm. Um, a couple of other things that people find difficult, one of them, in, especially in romantic relationships, but also in friendships too is when you know social media when someone goes out for lunch with you or mm. you're sitting with them watching something and you're talking to them and they're constantly on their phone oh yeah that's a big one yeah so people constantly checking facebook checking instagram checking snapchat whatever it might be that they're mm. on that's that feels you know quite rejecting it feels as though you're being rejected if you're sat having lunch with somebody and they're constantly looking at their phone and Mm. not looking at you and not communicating with you again there's that disconnect there isn't there Mm. there's that kind of you know why are they more interested in what's going on Mm. in outside of this room why are they not interested in in what's going on between us so that's guys, quite hard. Guys, if you're watching, you know, is that is that something that you've experienced yeah. or have you been guilty of doing that? I think I've been guilty of doing that a few times, especially when I've got something going on with my business and I, <coughs> and I want to keep track of it on social media yeah. and it'll be the evening. And really, I need to, you know, I have to have a word with myself and uh, and put the phone away because it, it really does affect things. So, you know, yeah. tell us about your experiences because I think it's quite a common thing. Yeah. And, to, and if you have a, a way that you've actually been able to get over that, tell us about that as well. You know, what things have you put into place to make your partner feel better about things so that you're not actually on your or you're on your phone all the time? Mm, brilliant. Mm. Uh, yeah. So. OK, cool. Thank you. So <coughs> you kind of already covered it, but is there anything else? Like why, why do you think it's so problematic? Is it like a, a modern thing now because we've got so much going on? Yeah. I think it is because there's always there's always something else you know it feels like we get bored easily Mm. nowadays it's like you know we're we're sitting watching a film and our phone pings up and it's like we cannot resist Mm. seeing what someone has had to say to us or about us or about their day or whatever and it's actually you know it's really not that interesting no when you think about it Mm. we we can wait till the morning to find out what someone had for tea or (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely what their baby did (laughs) But it's an addictive thing, isn't it? Because yeah. of the, um, you, you see the notification, and as I read an article about it, and you see the notification, and when you click on it, you get a small reward because mm. you get some kind of like. Um, sometimes you get a really good nugget of of 
information um and there's a lot of times you click on it and you don't but it's a bit like gambling you keep doing it keep doing it for those couple of times where you do get a a sort of a reward and and it kind of it activates the center of a part of our brain that is the same as addiction with gambling and stuff like that so Mm. Yeah, it is. It is um, a tricky one. Yeah, it's that fear of it's that fear of missing out as well, yeah. isn't it? It's that yeah. if I don't look now, what if I don't? And also, you know, I mean, for my business, <coughs> especially the date night events that I do, mm. you know, I have people messaging me and asking me questions about it, mm. and I might be sitting there watching a film with my husband, and I'm I'm sort of typing away, and he's like, "Who are you messaging now?" Mm. And I think, well. There's two reasons. A, if I don't answer them now, they feel like they're being ignored and then they might not come on you know, to the event. And I worry about that. And also Facebook does that thing where it says you're rubbish at answering messages because yes. it takes you 24 hours to get back to people. Yes, yeah. and, and so there's that. There's that kind of feeling of needing to do it, otherwise Facebook's going to judge you harshly. I've, I've accepted that Facebook <laughs> thinks I'm crap at replying. It, I mean, I reply the next day. Like, if, it, if a message comes in in the evening, I reply the next day. I'll, I'll yeah. see it. I'll see the notification. I'll make a note in my diary in the morning to check it and reply. Yeah. Um, because I don't care what Facebook tells me, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> if they yeah, think true. I'm rubbish, I don't care. But also, you know, it comes up with that little thing to say, yeah. oh, it's been read. Yeah. You know, on WhatsApp or Facebook messaging, they can see that you've seen it. And if yeah. you don't reply, you then feel rude because mm. you think that they think that you've ignored them. <laughs> and if you don't ignore them, your husband thinks that you're ignoring him. <laughs> so you're always ignoring somebody. It's a quandary. <laughs> So if I if you ever Facebook message me and I don't reply to you, it's because it's her husband's fault. <laughs> it's because I'm in the moment in the room with my husband, lovely, rather than, rather than answering. Very good, and it is about setting boundaries as well and expectations with people. So yeah. if you know if you've got a business and you've got a page and you do start out answering um, messages straight away then it can be a problem. So on, um, you might, I don't know if you know, um, if you've got a business page in the messagey bit, you can set an auto response. So mine oh, automatically yeah. goes out and says, thanks for your um, message. Really appreciate it. You can even put the, um, like a tag for their name in there. So it says, oh. hi name. Um, thanks very much for getting in touch. Um, I, I work between these hours and these hours and I'll reply to you as soon as I can. You know, that's a good idea. That then takes the pressure off you having to reply straight away because you know that they've they've got something back from you and they you've managed their expectations on when they're gonna get a reply. And the same with clients, if you work with clients, it's letting them know what your working hours are and it's mm, up to you mm. to keep your boundaries and it's it's your choice if <clears throat> you decide to break that boundary. And then if you if they sort of you've got to keep an eye on it because some some people might then assume that you're always gonna answer them at that time. So yeah. you have to you know, it's it's keeping a check on yourself. It all comes back to us. Yeah, keeping a check on our own stuff, really, mm. and making sure that we're we're honouring our own boundaries. Yeah, mm. you're absolutely right. Mm. I answered the phone to somebody at half past nine the other night. <laughs> Do you work at half past nine at night? No. Okay. This <laughs> was like, why are you answering? I don't know. <laughs> It is that fear that you're going to miss out on something. It might be a new client or whatever. And if it's, you see, as a counsellor, you know, I have clients that really are struggling with life. And so I'm I'm worried that it's Mm. going to be one of them and they're reaching out to me and I don't Mm. want to, I don't want to be uh, seen to not care, I suppose. Mm. It wasn't in the event, but. mm. And, and, you know, we, we all have.
Hopefully it'll be back in a second. There we are. So we're back again. Um, it does tend to drop out. I don't know why. Um, anyway, so a lot of us, you know, we've got clients and um, we we um, we do worry about them. We, you know, the people, the kind of people I attract to my page and I work with, you know, we, we care yeah. about our clients and we want them to be okay, but it's not our responsibility. No. That's their responsibility that they're okay. That's and true. if you have, if you did have, you know, for instance, with counselling, and you've got a client who's in a dire situation, there is, there are routes for that person, aren't you? Mm. 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 Anyway, enough of that. <laughs> I'll let you off the hook. <laughs> but it is, it comes back to boundaries, and um, uh, uh, in all relationships, really, doesn't it? It does, yeah, it does. Like what, what is okay for you, um, and. Um, and you know it's up to us to protect those boundaries yeah and I say that to my clients all the mm. time you know I talk all the time about boundaries yeah. especially romantic relationships you know you start mm. dating somebody be really clear what your boundaries are when you go on that date mm. are you going to go home with them on the first date are you going to wait mm. uh, you know until the fourth date are you going to see how it gets just as long as you know and you're clear about what your boundaries are and what you're comfortable with mm. that's the important thing that's mm. that's the thing that you need to be clear about so yeah i need to be clear about my boundaries answering my phone we so all do we, we all do we all need reminders about everything don't we like yeah. and uh, and uh, and it's not about shutting people out either don't think boundaries mean mean um shutting people out it's just what you what is acceptable for you what is right for what you, you're comfortable with what you're comfortable with exactly yeah. um so that's really really important and so yeah again if you know if you're watching this and this is resonating with you do comment below and let us know um even if you're watching on the replay because we can come back and comment later yeah. and um reply to you and stuff so uh you know if you've experienced this do you have this problem where you end up answering the phone late at night and checking checking your messages and stuff um let us know okay <clears throat> all right so what's the best way for us to deal with that apart from getting clear about our boundaries well <laughs> being clear about our boundaries when, i mean if we go back to the if we go back to the um feeling misunderstood and misheard and and i'm um, sorry misunderstood and unheard yeah it's there's some there's some sort of active active listening that you could do with your partner whoever it is friend partner business partner whoever it might mm -hmm. be so you know one of the one of the things you can do is to repeat back to them not like a parrot word mm. for word but repeat back to them what you think you heard. <coughs> so if they say to you i feel as though your phone excuse <coughs> me <coughs> If they say to you, I feel as though your phone is more important than me, I feel like you'd rather be looking at what's happening on Facebook than me. If you then say to them, I can understand. <coughs> do you want some water? I do apologise. <clears throat> I'll have some tea. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. If you can say to them, I understand that um, you're feeling as though I'm not very important to you um, because I'm always looking at my phone. Um, that must be really frustrating for you. If you can repeat back to them what they've said to you, it's, it's easier for it to then sit in your mind and start to filter through. <coughs> it feels like it's your, it, it starts to feel like it's your experience. So you then can understand it better and you can have more empathy with that. And they, and then it also has the added benefit that then they feel heard and understood by you because you've repeated back to them what they've said. Um, and... <coughs> The other thing to do in a, in a first ever Feel Good Friday, <clears throat> I'm going to leave the room. Rachel's going to keep talking. Right, I'll be back in a sec. <laughs> Carry on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, and the other thing you can do is to make sure that you understand yourself. So there might be things, for example, that you feel uncomfortable with because actually the issue is yours. It's not it's not to do with your partner because the world is not the world is is not um, existing itself in a vacuum. You know, we we see things as we are. We don't see things as they are. There is no such thing. So I see the world from my perspective, from my point of view, from my own frame of reference, whereas other people see the world from their own frame of reference and they see it how they are, if that makes sense. So maybe I might get cross with somebody or irritated with somebody because they've done something that bothers me specifically. If I can work out you know, actually, this is my stuff. It's, it's not something they've done. It's something, it's something within me that's the issue. Then uh, that that makes it easier again because it might be that you're you're a bit clearer about why these things bother you particularly, um, why these things are so troublesome for you. And if you can then communicate that to your partner, you can say, look, you know, in the past this has happened to me. Therefore, I'm particularly sensitive about this issue. I'd really like it if you could be mindful of that. I know it's my stuff. So again, when I'm working with uh, my coaching clients, particularly, we look at what's going on for them. We look at their past. We look at the ways that, that they communicate with people. Hello, it's nice Hello. to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and we just look at really, you know, it's all about exploring yourself and understanding yourself and knowing what's going on for you so that you know what you're putting out in the world and the way that you understand the world. And that makes it easy to communicate that to other people and to mm. um, sort of keep hold of things that could escalate mm. unnecessarily. And that, as you said, it's really important to know which bits are your stuff. Yeah, mm. exactly. And not other people's. And not blaming other people yes. for it. So knowing yourself, knowing how to communicate what is bothering you effectively. And if you are the person receiving that communication, knowing how to receive it effectively and to feedback to show that you have heard and understood and, and that makes things a lot easier for everybody. Fabulous. <clears throat> so practical tips wise, we're talking about knowing your boundaries. Yeah. Which is basically about sitting down and having a think about it really. Yeah. Or talk it through with someone. You yeah. know, what's okay for you and what's not. Yeah. And then <clears throat> being present when you're with that person and not yeah. being on your phone and also expecting that of them, because that's one of your boundaries perhaps. Yeah. Um and <clears throat> and learning about what's your stuff and what's not yeah. so that you can take responsibility for your part in the relationship. Yeah, and and practising active listening skills. Practising active listening skills, yeah. yeah. All really good practical tips that you can put into practice. And if you have any comments <laughs> on any of those, if you if you tried them because you've heard me talk about them before or if you've, you know, if you know about them or, or you know, whatever, if you've got any any questions or comments on that, please please let us know. Yes, absolutely. Cool. This is really good. <clears throat> Apologies for stepping out. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. <laughs> it's been a really boring video. They've just been looking at my background. <laughs> How can people find out more about this relationship stuff? Well, there's loads of there's loads of really good books. Um, one that I particularly like, which is good, I think, for finding out about yourself and building your self-esteem and stuff, is called uh, You're a Badass. And it's by Jen Sincero. Right. It's um, how to how to something or other and live the most awesome life. 
it's really good. I've read it, I'm reading it for the second time. And she's also written one, uh, You're a Badass with Money, as well. Okay. So it's all about manifesting oh, money. Fabulous. And she's ace. That sounds she's good. Pretty. Can you, um, afterwards, can you put a link to that in the comments? Yeah, please. That'd be really yep. good. <laughs> and um, there's, there's things on my website. So if you want to have a look on my website, that's rachelblackmore.com. I'm going to write it on there and then. Okie dokie. Um, I've got blogs on there and I've got other bits and pieces of information on there. So you can find out more uh, by looking on there. It's all very clever. It's a bit small. I don't know why it's come out small. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, or you can just, you know, email me, phone me, but not at night time. (laughs) Not, uh, not at 9.30. She won't be answering the phone. <laughs> not because I'm ignoring you. Um, but, yeah, so if you want to find out anything else, then, yeah, look on my website. You can look on my Facebook page. I've got a Facebook page called uh, Finding Mr. Darcy, Being Mr. Darcy, and it's all about being the best version of yourself that you can be in mm. order to attract the, the person of your dreams, mm. male or female. Mm. So tell us a bit about the dating events you've been doing. Yes. Yeah, so as part of my dating and relationship coaching, I have, I've started running events. They are called date night. I mean, most of it, I've got to say most of it is from my counseling coaching experience mm. because I've had clients that have come in and, and you know, it, I don't, I mean, I would imagine the people watching this are all in our, in our kind of, way of thinking about the universe and the universe bringing you bringing you things it seemed to me like I was getting a lot of people that were coming to me for counseling that had relationship issues right and you know either one of them had had an affair or someone had ended the relationship and the other one was really heartbroken or Mm. they find themselves single and not understood why they can't meet anybody so I was finding that I was dealing with it quite regularly as a counsellor and I, I'm really interested in it. I'm really, really interested in relationships and how people behave with one another mm. and why people have boundary issues and, you know, what makes people the way they are. I'm just so interested in all of that, which is what's led me to do what I'm doing now. Mm. So I would say that most of most of the stuff that I talk about is, is linked to what I've worked with as a counsellor. And then I draw on mm. bits and pieces from when I was dating but mm. it's so long ago. <laughs> Eons. <laughs> Brilliant. So again guys if you want to get involved in that the link's going to be in the comments and uh, you can just go to the page and you'll get updated with all the um, uh, events and things. It would really be brilliant <laughs> to see new people there. Mm-hmm. There are new people every time. So um, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you if they want to contact you? They can either go on my website mm-hmm. which the link is is it still on the No, I've taken it off because oh. it was up for quite a long time. Okay, <clears throat> which is rachelblackmore.com and there, my contact details are on there so you can either email me or, or phone me or send me a message through my website or you can contact me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, through the page, through Mr Darcy Page. Yeah, through mm-hmm. Finding Mr Darcy Page. Okay. So uh, there's lots of ways that you can contact me. Okay. Brilliant. I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and we're often at Laptop Friday as well. Yes, we are. Yeah. Yes, regularly. Also at Smokey Joe's in Cheltenham. <laughs> on a Friday straight after this normally yeah <laughs> so that's what I normally do after this in case you wondered all right so um thank you so much for this Rachel the aim today Absolutely was pleasure. to give people practical tips so they can prevent some of these common problems from even happening yeah um and just have better relationships so make sure you check out Rachel's links she's going to pop everything in the comments for you and I'll also copy all that up into the description so it's really easy um and this also goes out on my YouTube channel so you can grab a link from there and share it everywhere as well so um we can both uh get the word out 
Um, if watching this has been a good use of your time and you've enjoyed it, then do please tag someone in the comments that you think will find it useful or share it with your friends because we want to share the love. Yes. And uh, join me next week for the next Feel Good Friday. I don't know what I'm going to be talking about yet because I'm putting a poll out um, hopefully today, maybe over the weekend. And it's all going to be about more businessy things than the last one. So the last poll was about what are the business, what are the challenges that business mums face in the school holidays. And, uh, and that was brilliant. And we got some great content out of that. And, and uh, I really enjoyed making the videos. Uh, so the next one's going to be things like, you know, how to how to um, decide what niche to do in your business or something like that. So I'm going to put a poll out. You can vote for what you want me to talk about next. And I will work my way through the most popular ones that get voted for there. Let me just make sure I'm not missing anything. Da, 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 da. So, yeah, remember to like my page so that you can see the poll and also you'll get all the notifications you need when I'm going live. And you can also find the replay here whenever you need it. So thank you so much for watching and I'll see you in the next video. Thank you very much, Rachel. Thank you. Bye.